All right, people, if you have listened to this podcast before, you know Art of the Trek is a great place to plan your backpacking trips. Our friends over at Art of the Trek are working hard to research and add things like campsites, trailheads, and scenic locations to their public map. The good news is that you can now add your own points of interest to the map and help your fellow adventurers plan their trips. That's pretty cool. If you have something like a favorite campsite, trailhead, or a scenic location that you'd like to share with others, please head over to artofthetrek.com, turn on some points of interest from the overlays menu, and select the orange plus sign at the bottom of your screen to help your fellow hikers plan the best trips possible. If you contribute at least a dozen or so of these, Art of the Trek is going to send you a free swag bag. That's pretty sweet. Welcome, everybody, to a very special end of the year stream. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, that's what I'm calling it. Because this is... um, this will probably be the last live stream of 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah. Live one. Yeah. Live one. We are, uh, we're in the midst of figuring out the schedule for next year. And we've got a lot of cool things in the works, but this will probably be the last stream of 2020. Yeah. Good riddance. This year yes. sucked. See ya. Uh, what? Why? Why don't you run down what we're drinking before we go uh, any further? We got a uh, an ever popular rye. People were complaining that we didn't drink enough rye. So uh, this is Willet Rye. It's, it's I I drank it already a, like a week ago. It's excellent. Okay, uh, Willet Rye. Where'd you get this? I got it when we drove to um, the Smokies. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. A, a total a, wine. Total wine or liquor? Bar? I think it was liquor. No, no, it's it total, total wine. Yeah, it's total wine. This is you had to get it out of the case. I know. I've never seen that before. And it's it's, it's not that expensive. So, um, how much was this? Sixty. Okay, not bad. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna try it neat, and then. Uh, Are you just like afraid you're not gonna like it? No, but you've hyped it. I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's very sweet. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. It's a rye. It's different. Get a little more spice. Let's get that ice cube in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, welcome everybody. Haven't yeah. given the official welcome. Sixty-two in the chat. Sixty-two. All right. Watching, I guess. Um, watching. Thank you for spending your Friday nights with us. We've got a we got, <laughs> we got a bunch of things to talk about. And the roadcaster sounds so bad. And yeah, so this will probably be the last live stream with the roadcaster. As you can hear, it's popping a little bit. Yeah. Um, if you're wondering why. You can go look at two live streams ago, and we spill water on it. Um, but it's it's good enough for this. Um, we will, so not to spoil it, but we're going to be totally upgrading and overhauling the uh, the podcast audio setup next yeah. year in January. So the roadcaster just got to just got to limp through. Yeah, limp through one more live stream, oh, please. Um, and we're uh, we've got. We got a whole new setup coming. We're gonna switch out the microphones. We're gonna switch out these damn stands. Yeah, these are the um, worst. They, they 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 did they serve their job, but they're not they're not that cheap though either. No, they're not cheap. So we're gonna overhaul the whole setup. Uh, thank you to all for contributing and watching. You know, we do use the money from this to buy this stuff. Yeah. It certainly doesn't cover all of it. And it covers very little of it. Um, but uh, yeah, so just bear with us. This will be the last. Um, the last stream with the old trusty roadcaster. Yeah. We're gonna get a new roadcaster, new mics, new stands. Roadcaster's limping along. Um, right now. Oh, so that'll be coming next year. But uh, 
so some exciting things, and we've we've started putting together the um, the, the the podcast guest lineup for next year, and we've yeah. started putting together some of our trips for next year. So some exciting things. Yeah, 2021 is going to be awesome. And um, uh, fingers crossed we can get to that 70% immunity mark. So what you need for herd immunity, Re- I guess. Reopen this stuff. Um, and then this will be more like a typical live stream. So if you have some Q&A, if you have anything, just drop it in the chat. We'll actually pay attention to the chat. Yeah. We didn't do that. Um, James Henry oh, oh, said. Oh, I also. I was just going to call it a. Oh, just give us a review on the iTunes store. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> just go over there, go to the iTunes store, give us a review. Uh, also, subscribe. I yeah. should say that. We never say this stuff. Um, You're supposed to, apparently, to grow the channel. Yeah. <laughs> also, we've been told that our notifications button might be jacked up. I don't know. We're trying to figure that out. Um, because if you saw our last video released yesterday, uh, we obviously go live a lot and I, I'm pretty sure if you click the notification thing, it'll tell you when we're going live. But, uh, somebody emailed us and said like <laughs> our children, right? Our, our channel right now is like for children only. And you can't, I don't know. Something's <laughs> going on. I did, however, figure out how to get live chat replay going back on. Oh, Luckily, that's awesome. So, uh, all right. So before my little plug self is plugged there. Uh, Were you going to say something? I was going to say James Henry, old old equipment giveaway. You don't want this equipment, James. Yeah, so I don't know what we're going to do with the Roadcaster. The, well, the Roadcaster's toast. Well, it might be like the backup. I don't know. Uh, we, like backup should, if, if like we need a traveling one. I, you can't should, sell it. We it's should, toast. We should stack a bunch of Tannerite underneath <laughs> it. I mean, it's a, it still works. I mean, it's still working. It's just none of the buttons work, and only <laughs> two of the four channels work, and... You can hear that like popping noise. Uh, that is <laughs> something with them. <laughs> Let me turn this down. This might help a little bit. Yeah. There we go. There we Man. go. That's better. That's better. Um, anyway, so I do. We never seem to get to it, but I have got a, a whole list of current events oh. to discuss. Because okay. it's been a while since we did one of these. But is it, it is it is it backpacking current events yeah, or outdoorsy? It's outdoorsy stuff? current events. Okay. They're real. Good. But we'll, we'll get there at the end. Okay. Do we need to pay attention to people? No, I want to do a current. Let's do one current event. Okay, so here's the thing. I started my current event list after the last. See, it sounds better. Less popping. Yeah. Yeah. I started my current event list after our last live stream where we did the current events. And since that last live stream, the biggest thing, but it's like, it's old news now. Do it. The monolith. (laughs) I I do have some comments on the monolith, though. So there's a new one in Florida. Well, Today. I, I want to comment about the one in Utah that got taken down. Okay. What do you want to comment? It was, well, t- it was destroying the land. Right. I, I really actually kind of appreciated that. Like a bunch they of, tore it down? Yeah. Yeah. A, a bunch of climbers uh, posted that they took it down and they they posted video of them like wheeling it out. And they're like, F this. Um, this is infringing on public land. It's driving a bunch of traffic back here. People are all over the place looking that looking for this, not respecting the place. Get rid of this damn thing. So I thought that was kind of cool, actually. It was destroying the landscape. It was. I mean, people were destroying the landscape. Yes, people. But they were using the monolith as a uh, as an excuse to. So there's one in California now. There's one in Romania. There's one in Florida. Some Florida dude put one up. Florida man. Um, <laughs> so that was, and I have a bunch more current events um, that are actually actual current events. But we're we'll get to them. We'll get to them. I wanted to do some review of this year. This is a recap okay, podcast. Okay. What was your what was your three highs and three lows? 
you're putting me on the spot. Yeah. Of, of this year, three yeah. highs? Or just a high and a low. What was your favorite backpacking-related memory of this year? Um, I, I mean, we had a blast doing our West Virginia extravaganza. Um, that was fun. Peak, uh, peak COVID. Also, this year technically counts, even though it's um, pre-COVID. Uh, going to Wisconsin was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking about how much fun going to Red River Gorge was. Oh, yeah, with David When we, we went to Buffalo Trace Distillery. Oh, yeah. I can't think of my favorite trip. This Smokies trip was pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, the, the smoke. I I must say, I uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I I didn't really know what to expect because this is my first time there, and uh, it was a lot more beautiful than I thought. And logistically, it's pretty easy. It was. Well, shout out to Bryce. Yeah, is Bryce in here? He better be working on his trip video if he isn't here. This he, is time he should be spending. Is he's it done. out? He's gonna release it tomorrow, I think. Oh, I didn't know it was done. Yeah, um, the Smokies. Yeah, it's it's just such a popular destination that it's you know there's so many loops you can do. There's a lot of parking. The only thing about the Smokies, which uh, is uh, you know is a rule for national parks, is I don't like how you have to pre-pick where you're camping. No, but at least the campsites. Well, at least this they time of year, like, it wasn't crowded. I could see them being really crowded. And that night one campsite when we woke up the next day was beautiful. Along the stream. Correct. That wasn't like, I mean, it was a good campsite. Anyway, the Smokies was cool. Um, I, I would know. hate, to, I would hate to have to be crammed into those campsites with a bunch of other people though. That would, could suck. you see how, yeah. And yeah. you could, you that could, would suck. that would suck. Yeah. Um, that was, I'm trying to think of my favorite trip. Yeah. The West Virginia stuff was fun. I like the West Virginia stuff just because it was fun. The four of us, you know, during the height of quarantine, well, actually just coming out of quarantine, you know, Going to West Virginia, doing two different trails. Dolly Sods is always fun. Cranberry was a pain in the butt, but looking back at it, that's it's it was awesome. And we we were foolish enough to think that that, that was the worst COVID was. I know that's then. you know that's crazy. We're like oh we're at oh, the no, peak weather in the cases storm. a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had ninety seven hundred today in Ohio. Yeah. So um, yeah, I maybe West Virginia. Now, what was your what's your least favorite backpacking memory? I don't think I like. I don't think I have least favorite backpacking. Memories. You have to. You have to. I don't. I don't know. I can't think of one. Stack your favorites up, and what's the bottom of the list? I don't know. What did we do? I mean, we did. Uh, I mean, my. I like the Smokies, but my spreader bar uh, breaking sucked. Was that the worst backpacking related thing that happened to you this year? No. What was the worst? And by the way, I wanted to shout out to that Dutchware is taking care of me on that and shipped me a new spreader bar. As they should. Yes. Yeah. And true story. First person to break a spreader bar in a Dutchware, according to Dutchware. According to Dutchware, I was the first person to break one, and so I don't know. I like I didn't do anything different, and uh, one you know they asked me some questions, which rightfully so about like just kind of understanding how it happened. But like when you get when you get in in and out of a uh, bridge hammock, like you're grabbing the sides. You're not grabbing they any spreader bars. They accused you. They didn't accuse me, but they were curious. They were like, well, this is, they're like, this is the actual email. Hmm. One of those is never broken before. What do you, you know? Do? You shouldn't be grabbing them when you get in and out. And you know, the funny thing is like, I was thinking about like, who would even, those of you that have used uh, bridge style hammocks before, if you try to grab the spreader bar while you try to get into that, you're on the ground. Because it'll rotate. You've got to grab the two sides. Yeah, I could see grabbing it when you're in there. 
to yeah. like maneuver around a little but bit. But you've got the mosquito net around you. That's true. That's true. You can't grab it with the net up. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Uh, flaws. That was pretty funny. Flaws and logic. Well, the, hey, that's a, uh, you know. I guess I was the first. You were the first. That's pretty cool. And they're like, well, how much weight was in the hammock? I know. I like that. I'm like the the me the quilts and some spare clothes. They did ask a lot of questions. They're probably like, "Oh, this has never happened before." Yeah. And then I told Andy that he should just because they didn't know, you know, didn't know it, it was us or anything. And I was like, "You should just send him a link to the video and timestamp it." Be like, "Bro, right there, twenty thousand views, twenty thousand people have seen this thing break." They, I mean, they just saw the aftermath. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's I'm not. True. I'm not trying to crap on Dutchware at all. No, I'm no, not, no, I'm no. Not. They took care of it. Yeah, they I'm took not, care of it. Props yeah. to them. Um, yeah, and, and I paid for that hammock. I bought it full price. There was no deals, no sponsorships, nothing. So, yeah, true story. Um, there are some good comments. I'm trying to. Uh, see we got to start at the very beginning. Okay. okay, all right. Let's go through some comments. <laughs> all right. Uh, A lot of people in here. Yeah, this is why we we're getting set up. Um, okay, there are a lot of people here. Yeah. Happy Friday. I hope you're all staying safe. Yeah. I don't know what the COVID situation is like where you live. James Henry says, it "Hasn't um, gotten any better." More wives tasting food. Yeah, that'll happen. That could happen. Yeah, yeah. that could. I, James or anyone put in the chat. What should we have them try? Maybe we should do a poll because I think you can. We can do that on uh, YouTube. Can you do it there? I don't know here, but uh, oh yeah, you can do a community poll. Yeah. So all right, people in the chat, if we were to do a wives tasting video, please drop your. Um, we've had them taste. Ramen-based meals, cheap junk, cheap junk, gross stuff, desserts. A decade. We never had. We've never had them taste like really good food. We should have like a like a chili con queso. Yeah, drop your suggestions for the what the wives should taste in chat. Yeah. We'll get on that in January. Uh, <laughs> um, this is high, Josh. Says this is the highlight of my week. I have a boring mm. life, Josh. I got a boring life too, man. Josh, I've been living in my basement since March. Yeah, <laughs> true story. Um, Dick Davis, best to you. Enjoy your podcast. Let it rip. Thank you. Yep. Um, Arcana says, I remember all the big plans everyone had because it was 2020. So go big. Then March came. Yeah, yes. we had big so plans. True. We I, everybody had big plans. Everybody has. We got some big plans for next year, though. Yeah. True story. <laughs> 74. Tony says, 74 watching, 10 likes. We're up to 17 likes now. We're um, 120 watching. Yeah. Oh. 18, 18 likes. <laughs> right. There we go. We don't even like our own stuff. <laughs> Midwest Backpacker says Andy's face when the water spilled was, that was, uh, that was pretty funny. And Ben, I think Ben's in here from Hilltop Axe. Yeah. He made a great Photoshop of that. Um, I mean, to, to Andy's credit, it wasn't his fault. Now, it, it's your fault for doing this all the time. Yeah, the mic came off the mic but, stand. Yeah, he didn't like knock it over. The mic stand fell off the table and hit the glass of water. And if roadcasters still going, none of the buttons work. <laughs> someone had, someone asked a little bit. Oh, uh, did the Dan button pull the plug? Let's, what's the Dan the Becker button? Did the did, did so did the Dan button? Oh, because you're a big fat. Liar. Oh, still works. We still got that. Oh, okay. Okay, Tim. I forget what's on here. <laughs> Rim shot. You, you use that one more. Really? Because <laughs> you're a big fat liar. Right. Really? We got two Becker Becker buttons. This is and the goat, goat button the goat button buttons still work i can't adjust the audio of any of those buttons yeah um and we can't adjust the audio of the headphones <laughs> oh good they're saying not hearing popping yeah i turned i turned the levels down a little bit it's still like this is usable for two people but the some of the other channels don't work and we do have four people and three people in a lot so we're gonna we're just gonna have to get a new one yeah. unfortunately but true story this roadcaster i mean we've what a champ hundreds of hours on this thing 
And I mean, it's not cheap. It's $600, but uh, it, it really has performed well. And like, you know, it's good when you, if you, when you see like legitimate podcasts, I see them all the time. And you see it. this yeah. thing in there. Yeah. Um, Michael Kovash said, you guys are the best. Love your channel. I'm sure you've been asked a hundred times, but must have missed it. Kevin, why'd you switch to tech? That's a great question. I should, uh, I should do a full video on that. So I switched, um, I still hammock camp by the way. Uh, in fact, when I was in the Smokies, I should have probably should have brought the hammock, but Dan had those cool tents. I was using anyway, I switched to a tent, uh, in, uh, the spring or late spring of 2019 because, uh, I noticed, I started noticing on the Colorado Trail when I do like, at that time, and I actually figured out why, but when I was doing like three, four, five nights in a row in a hammock, I was getting some really weird like lower leg problems. Um, and I, what I think that is from actually, I was getting drop foot in my leg, which is really scary if you've never had it. But what I think that's from is not necessarily from the hammock, but when I sleep in a hammock on my back, I crossed my legs, and I think that's... Anyway, to answer your question, I had developed some weird lower leg issues. Um, but I still... I mean, I still... I've used the, I used the hammock in West Virginia. I've used it many times this year. I still use it. But on trips where I'm doing like two, three, four, five nights in a row, um, and then depending on uh, the situation, I've been using the tent. And you know what? Honestly, honest to God, tent's not bad, folks. Got to get a big pillow and that's a big sweet. pad. Yeah. And a nice tent, but I don't mind the tent. Hammock, although on the Smokies, I wish I had the hammock. Hammock is, uh, I've been thinking about this a lot. In inclement weather, I think the hammock is superior. Yeah, I mean, you got more room for activities. It's easier to set up in the rain. And I think a hammock, you could, you can definitely make a hammock a colder setup, I think. I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, you, the, the warmest pad that exists is the Neo Air Xtherm. And you can get like a minus 10 degree undercoat. I don't know. But I know that was a long-winded answer to your question. But uh, I still am in the hammock. Um, I don't film as much in the hammock. But uh, for the overnighters, like hammocks, I, I got the Dutchware banding. It's, it's pretty sweet. Um, okay. Arcana, this is a good point by Arcana, said the climbers who drilled into the rocks on the same land for slack lines and netting. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. That is true. Uh, oh, crap. You're losing the comments. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, comments. Yeah, Josh, I go back and forth watching this in my smoker. I got a three-pound tomahawk. I saw that yeah. on Facebook. Nice, Josh. That's a legitimate cut of meat you got there. Yeah. Tomahawk ribeye. I saw that ribeye that you had. That thing was big. Tony says, come to the Pacific Northwest. Great areas here. I know, Tony. I know. Some. Uh, he also said some of the worst trips will be best memories. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Arcana says, I appreciate how the Smokies only allow 30 days before booking. That's that right. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I'm so, I'm, booked it. I'm so inexperienced with that. That, uh, that is a good point. That is cool they do that. And he's right. Yeah. Some of the places out west, especially yeah, in the California area, you can book like six months in advance. Yeah. Um, so, Just a little, uh, little bit more of this. You like it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, how much was it? 60. Yeah, it's worth $60. Yeah. It's not as good as the Angel's Envy. No. That's a hundred dollars. Yeah. All right. Patrick Harris says some of the Smokies campsites seem overbooked too. I've been to some where I had trouble finding a spot. Yeah. I, I, Patrick, I can yeah. only imagine what that place is like in peak season. Yeah. And the campsites that I mean, granted the two we stayed at, they were not big. Like how many people do you think you could have fit there at that, at the, at night one? Yeah. And they're probably like two or three areas at night one. You could book up to 12 people. 
Okay. And you could do that at night too. I don't know how you'd get 12 people at the second campsite though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They, I will say those sites were excellent hammock sites. Yeah. Much better hammock sites than tent uh, sites. Fernwog said shelters are busy, but usually campsites at Smokies I've had to myself. Yeah, Once you good, get away from trailhead, Smokies aren't bad. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, people would be in the shelters. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm such a Smokies new, but I can't wait to go back. That's uh, a, uh, that's a place I guarantee you we're back in 2021. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. easy to get to. Yeah, yeah, six and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. Midwest backpacker should have bought a Ridge Runner. I know, right? Um, I'm liking the Banyan. The Banyan's liking, a good hammock. I've never, yeah. I've, I've never slept in a Ridge Runner. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I made it live. Remember to check Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leslie, yeah. Yeah, yeah she the, shouted out. She's yeah. the re- yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the notifications. I don't know what the deal is. We're going uh, to look into that. Midwest Backpacker, time to buy carbon fiber spreader bars. I, yeah. I agree, though. But if I'm going to break a carbon fiber well, spreader, they're, that's they're going to be pricey. I wonder if, wow, there's, is carbon, what are they, aluminum? Yours? Yeah. There's no way carbon fiber is stronger than aluminum. Maybe. But uh, Midwest Backpacker, Jeremy, I do think um, if you're going to use the Banyan a lot, Investing in those carbon fiber poles is probably a good a good way to go. Yeah, I'd like to save a few ounces there. Mm-hmm. Um, top shelf backpacking. Hey, by the way, just to shout out top shelf. There, there's I haven't been able to find that Texas bourbon. Um, I looked. We were gonna do the Blantons tonight, but Andy, I forgot Andy had this, and we wanted to try it. Otherwise, tonight would have been Blantons night. Blantons is better than this. Yeah, it's better than this. Yeah. Um. Ever thinking of uh, ever think about heading to Oregon yes. for a trip? Yeah, absolutely. We and we were gonna do that two years ago, but it never panned out. Mark has Andy lost weight, looking good. What's the magic, Mark? It's just diet and exercise. Nothing else to say, eat, really. Eat less. Eat less. Work hey, out take, more. Take your enjoyment of eating. Yeah, and just, and get, just, just get rid, get of, rid of, it. of it. Get rid of it. Just <laughs> flush it down the toilet. Just, just, just eat so you don't die. Yeah. <laughs> True story. All right. Hike with Mike. I love O'Meals. I heard of those. What are O'Meals? It's some type of like, um, I've heard of it. I think it's a Google. Google. What's an O'Meal? Is it like a brand of food? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um wait, O-meals. No. no, wait, I thought I've heard it. There's malt O'Meal. No, no, no. That doesn't look like backpacking I, I, food. I've heard of something called O'Meal. Hold on. Amazon.com. Meals ready to eat oatmeal. Oh, yeah, yeah. These. Wait. No. Oh. Oh, here they are. Here they are. Oh, yeah. Oatmeals. Oatmeals, spaghetti with beef, MRE, extended. Okay. All right. They're on Amazon. Are they good? What, what's the, what are people in there? They're not cheap. Right? These, Is that $15 for one? No, it's got to be two. I don't think these are dehydrated either. It says MRE. Oh, these are the same brand that Sam had that cookie in in West Virginia. Uh, so they're not dehydrated. No, they're like MREs. Yeah, that's well, why they're. Expensive. They come with that heater pack in it already. Do people like them? I don't know. Tinfoil. I love the oatmeals. Hike with Mike likes them. All right. Uh, tinfoil meals, smoky bees, natural. Yeah, yeah you know we're, we do. We're we rock doing, that. We're gonna be doing more of those. <laughs> okay. Hooks and hammocks, peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. Dude, I've I, heard I, of. Pe- I heard. I heard. I, that's a thing. Yeah. Peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. That is a thing. Glad you made it home safe from last trip. Yeah. Sure did. Uh, taste survival foods. I haven't heard of that one from E-Tech. Um, See how the wives sealed. do cold soaking okay. meals. Hmm. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. They probably won't like it as much as hot food, but that's a good, that's a good genre. Yeah. 
Icepick says, make the wives drink, bur- oh, drink the bourbon. Oh, now that's not a bad, that's a good live stream thing. Have them do bourbon tasting. My wife does not like bourbon. My wife doesn't drink, so that's yeah. just not happening. Yeah, that's true. My <laughs> wife does not like bourbon. Yeah, she's not. Although I will say bourbon is, um, bourbon is definitely an acquired taste. Oh, heavily acquired. It's but a it's, while. But I think it's the easiest. To, wow, I, I'm not going to, I really like tequila. Yeah. But I think it's the easiest of the. The, the hard liquors to uh to drink you know yeah wives tasting instant coffees that's a good one. Oh, both our wives love coffee yeah that's a good one give your wife uh uh kevin wedge says give your wives some packet gourmet texas chili or tortilla soup always killer yeah yeah i thought we i was thinking like maybe like giving him like really good meals to test <laughs> We just had them taste shit. Uh, C. Haney says, have them taste a mix and mash up of backpacking meals like mixing potatoes with ramen or something more elaborate. We've done that. We've done that, but I like that idea. We haven't done that idea, but we have mixed instant potatoes with things and had them try it. Matt Hikes is Dab Necker. Dab Necker. Who was the other one? There was Dab Necker and Dan Pecker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I thought we just assumed it was Restless Outdoors, but I don't think it was actually him. Oh, this is an interesting comment. Doug Outdoor says, is that a face mask hanging off the bear? It is. It is. That's a Z-Packs face mask. That is a Z-Packs face mask sent to us by our, our buddy Details down at Z-Packs. Uh, I like the design of the mask, but it's... It's nylon. It's, it's nylon, so it's really hard to breathe through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I like the cinch. The way they did the mask is actually really cool. Okay. So Larry Prince says, hammock hot tent being released by one Larry. tigress. Really, Larry? I've seen hammock hot. I've seen hammock hot. Who, who is that? Who is the hiker and wash wa hiker? Wa hiker has yeah, one. he had one. Didn't he make one? Yeah, he had like this. I don't know, but I remember seeing that he had a he had a hot tent with a hammock in it. We we were actually Larry right before this. We were we this, this might be we might actually just buy a hot tent. <laughs> We've gotten desperate. Oh, my wife. Oh wait, right. also, wait, Carrie. Australia has a spike in COVID. COVID cases. We had 20, 20 cases, cases. Carrie. 20. Linked to a worker returning from, from the, the US. US. Wow. We traced in contact call like uh, Matt over. Yeah, you Carrie, did. I am sorry that we're sending COVID over to your continent. <laughs> That's a dick move on the US part. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, my wife is voting for breakfast food. We've never had them taste breakfast food? That seems like a oversight because it's a very, very popular... Yeah, we should do breakfast. That would be, yeah. Maybe. Brian, breakfast and coffee. Yeah, breakfast, like full breakfast setup. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. Brian Fouch says, have the wives try camping cocktails with Mio Vodka schnapps and That's hot not chocolate. a bad thing to do. Do you know what's hilarious either? is that we've done Mio Vodka and schnapps and hot chocolate. So we used to bring, like, do we ever have it on video? I don't know. The the sh- the peppermint schnapps and hot chocolate was the original alcoholic drink of choice we did. Yeah, that was delicious. Um, it was really good. I will say Mio and vodka and Mio and bourbon isn't bad. Um, yeah, Allie has a good point. Yeah, yeah, maybe breakfast. I agree with breakfast. Uh, a lot of breakfast food. Uh, Sean MC says Angels Envy Eagle Rare current faves, but... Try Angel's Envy Rye if you get the, a chance. Uh, we have the Angel's have Envy Rye is. It's actually delicious. my wife who hates bourbon and really liked it. Yeah. It's just a hundred dollars, but it's very good. Also, what is your current? This is from. Uh, this is still from Sean. What is your current go-to backpacking coffee setups? Great question. First, Eagle Rare is awesome. Yeah, I'm um, big fan of Eagle Rare. Regular Angel's Envy bourbon, it's okay. 
I've only think... had the rye. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the regular one, it's just okay. The rye's, I mean, so good. What are our current coffee setups? Well, we change I... our coffee up a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just different kinds of instant coffee, and I think... Um, uh, I've been using the Black Rifle. The Black Rifle instant coffee is so dang it's good. It's really good. Do you know how much it is? You bought it for me. Is it's, it expensive? Yeah. Oh, oh, it is. I mean, it's it's but like it's it's, it's not on par like, with Starbucks, really. So currently, um, Black Rifle Instant Coffee has been my instant coffee the last like three trips. Um, I am uh, honest to God, I am a huge fan of Medagliadoro. I actually think that might be the best. Um, uh, it's okay. It gets frothy. I mean, it's very good. So that's my normally my coffee. Just, I, I I will say, I like. I'm liking instant coffee that comes in the single-use things. The Medaglia Doro, you got to bag it yourself and make this like little crack rock-looking sort of thing out of it, and it's a kind of a pain to deal with. But the single-use packets, um, I think I, I wish Medaglia Doro made them in a packet like that. So this isn't a bad price, actually. I didn't think they were that bad. 25 bucks for 32 packets of it's like 80 black cents rock. a piece? Yeah. For high-end? So for high-end, that's not too bad. That's that's I have, so first off, I've heard Alpine start. Well, I mean, everybody talks about it. I've never had it. I've never had, had it. And, and CS Coffee mm. is taking the Instagram world by storm right now. What was the thing that Spagiver gave us that we had? That was pretty good. I don't know. It was I never tried mine yet. It's still in my coffee. Spagiver's the coffee dude. If you want a coffee guru. Yeah. Um can should Allie be allowed to pick the meal test? Maybe, but it's more fun if we feed them stuff they don't know about. Yeah, I was uh, gone with Feral. Gone, gone Feral. Feral was Squidly. I was in the Smokies in August, November. Perfect, both time. Perfect numbers, both times. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, so it's not terrible. Uh, shoot. Oh, there we go. Uh, Mr. Rainbow, how many times have you guys used the Banyan before it broke? Great I, question. Um, I probably used it, it like eight or nine nights. That's not a lot. Yeah. Were you were you moving when it broke? No. Like literally just laying dead quiet. Yeah, I was laying in the hammock. I had just gotten into it. <laughs> I had my headlamp on. <laughs> That's what happened. Because you know how frustrating how frustrated Dude, everybody was. It's, it is pouring down rain. Literally Andy so cold. Andy is maybe 20 feet away from me and you can't hear anything it's an interesting byproduct of a downpour you can't hear anything so we had cell service so we're calling each other and i and i hear him screaming and it was not a good scream it was like a uh-oh i thought you were injured scream i didn't know what it was and so did i call you or I, you might have no texted. we were yelling back and forth i could not hear you and I, I i was just like i don't know what to do Cause I, I don't know what to do. Cause I'm, I, I knew right then and there, I'm like, I'm clearly not going to be able to repair this. I thought you were going to try and repair it. And um, you had my trekking poles. I almost brought the little well, pieces of string. Well, I mean, my hands were still so cold. I wasn't, I, there was no way I was going to be able to tie those trekking poles up. Or like find a stick or something. Yeah. Actually the, the solution I found worked out decently. You so, just use the half on yeah, one end and then go switch to the, the end. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad. It, it wasn't terrible in a bind. Yeah, yeah it wasn't terrible. Um, okay, MS Seven Fam, stay away from the AT in the Smokies during March. Yeah, through hikers are gonna be packed. I can imagine that the AT section of the Smokies is crawling with people. Yeah, 
and we were we were fairly close to it where we were. I mean, we were a couple miles from it, but I mean, it was you know the worst weather ever. So no, yeah. no, we just didn't see a single person. Essay the first, you guys need to come down to North Carolina, South Carolina, do the foothills or Pisgah. We've been to Pisgah. We've been to Pisgah. We did Linville Gorge, yeah. um, and Frozen. Frozen just did the foothills, right? Yeah. We almost went with him, him and his family, but uh, we did not. Name is pronounced Tin. Okay, Tin. Awesome. Thank you. How do you pronounce your last name? Um, I want to take a stab, but it's just going to be wrong. No, yeah, we're just not going to screw it up. Um, E-Tech, I slept with a Ridge Runner. <laughs> oh, I get it. Oh, nice. <laughs> the uh, the winky face. Nice. Scott Hopkins, they're funny, not cheap, actually. but they taste great. Is that the O'Meals? I think that's the O'Meals. Yeah. Yeah, they were like 15 bucks a meal, and we just looked them up. <laughs> this is actually a pretty funny com- comment. Uh, Bailey Taff, have your wives try the nutrient food. I don't think my wife would like it. She'd like the mac and cheese. Maybe. Really? You got, I don't have a problem with that nutrient flavor The, in it. the mac and cheese tastes like mac and cheese. And the, the breakfast scramble tastes like breakfast scramble. Yeah. And the, the chocolate thing was fine. Some of the stuff, you can taste the nutrients in it. Like the coffee, you can. Still tastes good, but it tastes like coffee with chemicals in it. Yeah. But uh, other things, I think you'd be fine. Alan Watson, you guys have high-priced bourbon thing going on. Been working on one myself. We find deals, Alan. Yeah, and also uh, we've we've had many a conversations that the fifty to sixty price range that's about the most that we'll pay now for. Yeah, we've been burned. Like I bought a hundred dollar bottle of Knob Creek fifteen, that was good, but not not worth a hundred dollars. So in Ohio, the way it works is. It's really hard to get good bourbon in Ohio, but because Ohio has to sell it through a state liquor agency, they they sell it for around MSRP. It's yeah. so like when we get Blanton's, it's fifty dollars. Blanton's for fifty dollars is the best, is the best bourbon for the money. Period. For fifty five bucks, followed by the old Rip for seventy. I thought the old Rip was fifty something. No, too. it's sixty five. Okay, yeah. The old Rip for sixty five is the best. Yeah. Um. That yeah, we we, uh, we steer away from over. If it's over fifty dollars, it's got to be like super good. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, Top Shelf tried the CS coffee. Do you say you liked it? Yeah, people have been raving about that. Outdoor podcast. Do you guys have any interest in campers, RVs, or vans? Outdoors podcast. True story. Grew up in a- Andy and I grew up in an RV family. Yeah. And our father is in the chat, and he can. He can tell you about that. But yep. we grew up going out west in the RV. Yeah, going out east in the RV, <laughs> now, going to Michigan. Having said that, it's awesome. I do think it'd be fun to do some RVing now. But an RVing is like blowing up right now because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark says, I thought your last video was the best so far. Really enjoyed it. Thanks. Was Thanks, Mark. The, Thanks uh, for watching. What What you do when your gear fails. Thank you. Um, D. Alley, have. Have the wives taste the garbage pail challenge. That's not a bad idea That's either. Oh, God, the garbage pail challenge. The garbage pail challenge is good. My stomach still hurts from that. <laughs> Jeff says, canoe camping 2021. Uh, Jeff, we say this every year. I want to do some form of water-based camping. I don't know what that's going to be, either canoe or kayak. I literally, every year, I say that, and it never happens. Yeah. I don't know. 
Matt Hike says, can we send Governor DeWine to Australia to help them out, please? <laughs> I don't know if this is... Yeah, what are you, what's going on there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What do you, what, do you want to do you want to have a top off with something else? No, I'm good right now. You want to try the Yellowstone? Let me get through this. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, top Shelf says, Angel's Envy, just okay, unsubscribe. Yes. The regular small batch, just okay. I I've never... I've only had the rye... And it's excellent. It was very good. I've, that's the only one I've had. Yeah. Um, okay. Unpaved Explorer. The biggest negative of using hammocks in the winter compared to tents is that you have to get out of the warm oh hammock my God. to take a pee. You can pee in a canine while at the bottom. Okay. Unpaved Explorer. This is a great point. Yes. So, actually, have, have, I've got a video idea that talks about this. But getting in the winter. Okay. Here's another thing. Okay. Another thing about... This little dirty thing nobody wants to talk about about hammock camps as as a male, the hammock hang position puts excess pressure on your prostate. True story. Okay, that's the reason why you got to pee so much when you're in a hammock versus a tent. Everyone else talks about why I have to pee so much get when I'm in the in the hammock. It's because get rid of this. It's because the position puts pressure on your prostate. Um, but there is literally nothing worse than it's like 10 degrees outside. It's 3 a.m. You are so warm and cozy in a hammock and you have to pee and like you got to pee. It's not like I could just go back to sleep. No, you just got to go. You just got to go. And it's the worst in a tent. A, you don't get that in a tent because that position just doesn't make me have to pee as bad. Another strategy we've been doing is we've just been trying to like dehydrate ourselves a little bit before we go to bed. So we don't have to get up and pee. I haven't been doing that. I've I've been like consciously like not drinking a huge amount of water before I go to bed. But in a tent, it's not that bad. Shout out to Bryce. Bryce has just been peeing in a bottle in his tent. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know why I never uh, thought to do that. Um, I don't know. Army LP nurse. Oh my God, I've done the Mio and vodka. Bad day backpacking next day. Guess too much. I like the Mio. Drop your favorite uh, Mio flavor and vodkas in the chat. Let's. Um, this might be a good break for some. Uh, for some more. Um, Another current event. event? Current event. All right, I got a current event, so I should bring these up on the screen. Actually. Um, all right. I <laughs> see. What is that? What the one about the gas station sushi? <laughs> oh, this one. Yeah. All right. Current. All right. Listen, people. <laughs> oh. It's it's hard to find current events for backpacking things. All right, you know what's funny is so that wait, am I, I have a good one? story no. about this too. All right, so we're making we're making tents for cats. Yeah, uh, you can now buy. <laughs> true story. You know when you go to like Dick's Sporting Goods, or the, and you see the little like you know those little tents. Yeah, yeah. And um, before you go on your tangent, uh. I've talked with an REI employee and they get asked nonstop if they can get those for their cats. Well, there we go. Some beautiful capitalist here has given the people what they want. Yes, it's fantastic. And now you can go get a tiny tent for your cat. So, Smurry there you go. One. It was born from a dream. That yeah. dream to make miniature working tents for cats. But see, that's that's not true though. It's not born from a tree dream. It's just all these tent manufacturers have the little display models and everybody's like, Oh, that'd be so awesome to put my cat in there. I have actual current events too, but this one was pretty funny. Let's do another one. You want another one? Yeah. All right. I got to close the screen grab. Okay. So this is one actually, um, I heard about 
uh, on the Meat Eater podcast. Oh, I know about this one. Yeah. This one's controversial. Really? Is this the introducing? Yeah. Oh, they're, okay. They're, so they're 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 so, they are horribly or not horribly. They're adamantly against this. Well, it passed. So I know. sorry. Yeah. So they are going to be reintroducing uh, wolves back to Colorado. So kind of there's some political sides to this. So first, of course, everything's political now. Yeah. Um, obviously, the you think okay, like who wouldn't want wolves back in their natural hunters? Climate? Well, I'm ranchers. Not, that's the, the biggest <laughs> lobby is the ranching lobby. Um, so obviously, deer hunters. Well, it, <laughs> I mean, hunters don't. But the the biggest lobbying force behind opposing this was the rancher, the ranching lobby, uh, because obviously wolves are a pain in the ass for ranchers to deal with. Yeah. Um, but it did pass, so Colorado will become the first state in U.S. history history to reintroduce wolves from voter action. That's cool. Other um, states have done it. I uh, I think in the research I was, or the things I heard about this too, is like this, this is allowing proposals to begin on how they would do it, but this by itself, it, uh, it, it allows Pro- like Prop proposals. 114 instructs Colorado's Department of Parks and Wildlife to take steps to reintroduce right. wolves west of the Continental Divide by the end of 2023. Yeah. Um, the ballot measure was controversial from the outset, drawing opposite op- opposition from the co- oh, big surprise, the Colorado Cattlemen's Association, but, but look, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. They don't yeah, want the elk. hunters didn't want it either. They don't want um, the, the elk population dwindling, and I think um, some people, and obviously the Sierra Club and other like environmental organizations are pro yeah. doing this because wolf, wolf, wolves are naturally found there. I don't, I don't have an opinion on this to be honest, but. Uh, I, I think it's a valid point that um, you should come up with like what the carrying capacity of the land is that they're going to be on there so and then is, manage that population. This is interesting. Like the, opposition, the opposition seized the fact as proof that wolves are naturally migrating back to Colorado. Yeah, yeah I heard that argument so too. So reintroducing them is yeah. a waste of money. So that's an uh, that's what the opposition, I'm assuming that's what like uh, why the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation was against it. No, they're against it because they don't want more they don't want elk to to thin out to thin out but i i was listening to one of those podcasts and they said that you're right the argument against it was they're going to naturally come back anyways and to let it happen naturally over time interesting points uh i don't know who i would side with on this i'm not Uh, siding with anybody the biologist in me says that if they're naturally supposed to be there it's okay if you put them there um cry me a river hunters they'll still be elk but uh, yeah, I thought that was cool. It's just a, it's a cool, it's cool that this is the first time voters have voted on this. Yep. yep you know? Yep. Democracy. Yeah. All right. I'm good with that. I got more. Uh, we'll do one more. You want to do one more? Yeah. I like, I like current events. Yeah. You got to look some up. Uh, this is an interesting one. Now, this is an interesting one. So, this, um, this is uh, something I think we've been seeing a lot of this year. Yeah. But there's been a massive boom in FKT attempts, and the the, the statistics on this are super interesting. So I gotta find where it says that I read this a couple like a week or two ago. Okay, so there have been 2,100 new FKTs this year. That's okay? awesome. A total pool of 5,200 FKTs. All right. So think about this. Um, 
there are 5,200 total FKTs, 20, so almost half of all of the FKTs ever done have been done this year, and more specifically, 25%-ish have been done since June 1st. Whoa. Well, that's because that's like <laughs> a season to do it. Yeah, it's a season. Um, so, you know, it kind of makes sense, you know, as this article talks about the booms uh, by runners looking to be more socially distanced. Um, there have been a lot of trail races that have been canceled. So it kind of makes sense. But I mean, a, you know, three and a half fold increase in FKTs. Very interesting. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I guess that makes sense with all the all these like famous trail races getting canceled at all these like superstar trail runners and athletes are like, well, I'll I, I might as well just try to tackle one of these then. Yeah, I thought it was cool. And, and uh, you know, uh, Jason Wish got an FKT this year. Uh, yeah. the, the big famous one was uh, Jeff Garmeyer on the Colorado Trail. Yep. Uh, but there were, you know, literally, they're 2,100. Like, yeah. who's doing this? Yeah. They're not posting enough on Instagram. <laughs> I know of, like, five. They're 2,000. Yeah. So, I don't know. Pretty cool. Yep. Pretty cool little uh, little thing. All right. I only have, like, two more, so. Okay. Gotta save them. Back to comments. Um. Oh, let me see. Josh says Alpine Start Coffee is pretty good. Yeah, people um people all when we talk about coffee, everyone's like, Yeah, try Alpine Start. Uh we Ka- never have. I don't know why. Carrie, I don't know how to pronounce your last name, Intelizano said Intelisano. I, I love the tea bag. Australian friend. Oh, right. I love the tea bag style coffee. Yeah, I said tea bag. Hey, the tea bag style coffee is really good. Our only yeah. problem is it good. creates heavy trash. You gotta hike out. Yeah, that. But uh, we we did the Folgers for a while. Now, who else makes a good tea bag style? Uh, Black Rifle does. That's right. It just it's it just it does taste a little better, but you gotta carry that thing out. Yeah. Uh, ice pick. Take a mocha pot for coffee. I've heard of that. What's a mocha pot? I don't know, but I've I've definitely heard of that. I gotta Google that. I got it. Okay. Mocha pot. Right next to my FKT FKT attempt. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I use yeah. that every day. Yeah, 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 but they make people bring them backpacks. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually use that every single day Here, now. People, uh, so oh nope nope sorry you have to deal with me. All right, this is what the mocha pot style. Yeah, I yeah. have I I literally people do bring those. Yeah. Bushcrafters especially put that on the. Uh, I use one of those every single morning. Yeah, and uh, it makes a pretty damn good cup of coffee. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, very nice. All right, back to back to booze. <laughs> um, three, oh to one, three to one mix of Juan, Juan Valdez, Valdez freeze and Medagliadoro. Medaglia oh, for coffee. Oh, thanks for the tip. That's a good. That's a good mix. Mix instant coffee with instant espresso. I like yeah. that. Hermetically sealed, the hammock hot tent when the wind blows and the and rocks the hammock hot hot. hot yeah, so that's cool. so. I always think about that. Like if you're in the if you're in the hammock next to this hot tent and you're swaying. Well, um, in, uh, I think could be a, uh, I think a in great I, situation. No. And I think in wall hikers video, I think he had the, the stove, like when he was using the stove, he actually tied his hammock up to the get against one of his walls. And then when he actually went to bed, he did, he turned off the stove. He let the stove. You, go you'd think for sure you'd want to do that. Yeah. Um, or you got to have just a huge indoors for it. So, yeah, like you have to have the biggest tarp ever. Yeah, yeah I know. Gone Farrell with Squidly. Coffee, Coffee snobs, snobs are beta males. males. That's funny. David. I love that. I oh, wait, we got a shout out to 
David Gray's family. Oh yeah, David Gray's family. Uh, family shout Christmas. out, David Gray's having family Christmas right now. I told him to throw a power move on and put the live stream up uh, during family Christmas. Yeah. He said he would. Shout out, they're having crab legs and filet mignon. Not just crab legs, king crab. King legs. crab legs, filet mignon. Twice baked potatoes. Twice baked potatoes. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Dave Wallace, now you all got me worried about my Banyan bar breaking, but what a great MacGyver fix you did with the trekking pole. That was a, yeah. Yeah, Dave, uh, if you just have some cordage, you'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, Matt Kane, hot tent news. Hot tent news. We should have a daily segment. Hot tent news. Andy and I might be buying a hot tent. Yeah, we were actually just looking at it. We found one that Lux makes one. So here's the deal with the hot tent. We, we need a big hot tent because w- when we go hot tenting, it's probably not going to, we need at least one that can fit three, potentially four people. So four you, would be ideal. Yeah. Four. You need a minimum so, of a six. So you need a six person hot tent if you want to have four people in there with the stove. So. And that, and you're crammed in there with four people on a stove. Yeah. I mean, you're literally like shoulder to shoulder. So we found a setup with Lux for about 700 bucks which is still so much money, yeah. um, but we're watching it. I'm, 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 I'm not done begging these companies to send me one. <laughs> <laughs> I will make a video. Yeah. Uh, Lisa said, if a food has vitamins in it, I'll taste them. Yeah, the nutrient food has it. Brian Fouch says, single serve pour over coffee is pretty good. That's what Bryce was doing too. Yeah, and I, you know, uh, for, we are definitely coffee snobs, but we have never brought a pour over. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of agree with when most people say like even a crappy cup of coffee out outdoors tastes like a crappy pour over is still better than instant. Medagliadoro is good, man. Yeah. Me outside says the pole may have damaged before the hammock setup question mark. It's certainly possible, it's possible. It's but certainly it, possible. But it, it broke right at the connection point. Yeah. Two. So certainly possible. Uh, top shelf says fifty sixty dollars sweet spot. Have you tried Michter's American? I haven't tried Michter's American I haven't either. I've only had Michter's small batch, and it was delicious. It was good. Yeah. I will agree that fifty to six, the fifty dollar is yeah. the sweet spot. Yeah, it yeah, is absolutely. Essay the first. Try the Art Lobe Trail. Keep in mind, Pisgah is like half a million acres. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, or something I've, crazy. The area around Brevard is a waterfall area. Yeah, Frozen just did foothills. Yeah, Art Lobe. I see tons of people talking about Art Lobe. We got we got the invite to go with Frozen, but it was it was it was not a good time for us. Yeah. Uh, top shelf. CS was very tasty, and one serving makes sixteen. One serving makes sixteen and twenty ounces. That's yeah. That's music to my ears. Oh yeah, Mr. Rainbow. You guys need to get weird and do a cheap bourbon what, one what evening. What would we do? That's a gr- that's a great suggestion. Well, and cheap, we should do cheap that. in price or cheap in quality? No, cheap in price. I mean, cheap in price is still good. We would just do Buffalo sp- Trace, Buffalo Trace, or Weller Special Reserve. What about cheap in quality? What's the Buffalo Trace one that they make? They make this and benchmark. They're like, they're like just benchmark. use this for mixing. <laughs> yeah, benchmark. I've never seen it. I, I've seen it. It's there. Is it good? I don't know. It's like, isn't it like twelve dollars a yeah, bottle? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we'll get benchmark now. Now we've got wait, wait, wait. I've got I've got something back here that was thirteen ninety nine that I'm gonna make Andy and I. Oh God, <laughs> bring that. Go grab it. It's right okay, there. all right. This, this, is a, this is a treat. I'm gonna need. We're gonna need. I'll need I saw a this designated at, driver. I saw this at Total Wine and it was fourteen dollars. I'll get and one I was too. like, I'm buying that. I got one as well. Yeah. Yeah, I got one at the liquor barn. We, we will need designated drivers after this thing. All right. 
You wanna? I'm gonna. I'm gonna explain what this is. Yeah, go ahead. So, <laughs> you guys can see this here. This is um, <laughs> the bourbon people in the chat are gonna go nuts when they see this. This is called white dog. So, <laughs> it's basically before you age it in a barrel. This is. This is what they distill straight from the mash. Like you're not supposed to drink this. It's it's 125 proof. I'm sure it tastes like garbage. I'm sure it tastes like rubbing alcohol. I bought it because I thought it was funny and it'd be like a funny thing to put. Um, but then I was like, we'll open it for a live stream. Yeah. So uh, I got I got one of those too. Yeah. So maybe we'll do some white dog. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is. This is 53%. No, I, I was just going to say the proof's actually not that it's bad. It's not that bad. No. It probably tastes like garbage. It's, yeah, we might have to mix that. Um, I actually, honestly, I also got this because high proof, clear things are good for backpacking because um, you could probably use this as stove fuel if you needed to, maybe. 130%? I don't know. I don't know. It'd be That's kind of low, but uh, the more concentrated, the better to bring for backpacking purposes. Yeah. So maybe we'll do some white dog. Um, here's a good question from Matt Kane. What weight is your winter pack? And we, we weighed our packs at the, yeah, head. we did. I didn't talk about that on video. Yeah. And we had a, Bryce had a scale with them and we actually weighed was, them fully loaded. I was pretty happy with my weight. Yeah. So mine with food, water, fuel, like, so like everything you're about ready to strap it on your pack, including camera equipment was 29 pounds. Yeah. So mine now, granted, I was only taking a liter and a half of water with me. I normally take like two liters. Um, mine without camera gear was like 25 pounds. So probably lighter than his. I'm not taking four pounds of camera gear, but probably like 27, 28 pounds fully loaded for two days, two nights. I thought that's pretty good. Yeah, I thought I was actually winter setup. Now I, was, I, I was had pretty a, happy with 29. I mean, and I had a two and a half pound tent. So uh, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Alan Watson said, uh, Woodford reserve double Oak. Got to try it. Yep. I don't drink enough Woodford. Good heads up. True story. Uh, we don't, we don't give Woodford enough love. I think it's boring. Okay. Just oh. their regular stuff. Shots fired. It's a good mixer. Oh, they have, must have a high class line. Yeah, they do. They do. Is the, it this thing? Uh, double Oak is okay. supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, Mike Bullis, I would love to see a Boundary Waters canoe trip. Not much out there Andy's for quality there. video. No, I haven't been to Boundary Waters. I've been to Algonquin. Oh, right. Oh, right, 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 right. I think I recall Andy saying he's been to Algonquin. Yep. Yep. Uh, Curtis Stahl, Bird Dog Whiskey is great in $16. I've seen oh, that. Oh, 16 bucks. Yeah. Can't beat that. Uh, Dad said, we had fun RVing at ski areas. Best way to do it. Lisa loved RVing. Yeah, there's our dad commenting on RVing. Yeah. He can comment about how much of a money pit an RV is. Yeah, you can comment about don't buy one. <laughs> yeah, just rent one. Just rent one. Yeah. Don't buy one. Same with the boat. Unless you live on a body of water, just rent one. Gone Farrell with Squidly. When you reach my age, you're guaranteed at least one pee trip, so I carry a pee You know, bottle. I need to get better. I cannot imagine peeing in a bottle in a hammock, but I know people do. And I can't even imagine peeing in a tent, but Bryce did it. I don't know. That's a good winter backpacking skill. You got this gross ass pee bottle though. Yeah. Top shelf backpacking says mill mill sweet tea and Mio lemonade mixed with bourbon. Nice. I could do that. Fred Sullen. Canoe camping on the Allegheny River in PA is great. Lots of islands in the river with campsites. Yeah, that sounds sweet. I've that seen does a bunch. Sound sweet. I've I've seen videos there. I yeah. think Arcana, you is that where 
the Frozen video was where you guys were. Yeah, was that where where he was? Yeah, no. Army LP Nurse Martin, yes, Bryce. Nalgene bottle tent privy. Tent privy, I like that. Privy, I yeah. like the tent privy. That's funny. Oh, Possum Outdoors, Old Smoky peanut butter whiskey. I've heard of that. Well, there's like old smoky stuff. That, uh, Bryce Dude, actually peanut gave butter us, whiskey. That sounds kind of good. Yeah, uh, haven't you ever had the screwball? Yeah, you're right. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mandy Bone G. I have a tiny tent. Oh, that's awesome. Mandy, do you? <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I need to get one for my cat. My cat would love it. Return to Isle Royale for um, Re- Mark. We Re- thought we talk about that every year. Return to this sounds amazing. Return to Isle Royale for a kayak and fishing trip. So next year, wait, uh, do I have a spoiler alert? Really? No. Because you're a big spoiler alert. Annie and I are gonna do a two week trip next year, potentially. Yeah, it's currently scheduled. And for Isle Royale, something like that, you got to do two weeks. Matt Kane, did did you ever backpack with your pet? No. Oh. Maybe soon. <laughs> Maybe. We need uh. a trail dog. Okay, we need a trail dog. David Gray's got him. We need a trail dog. Backpacking with my cat, not happening. <laughs> that would be funny. I feel like if you got a kitten really early and you got it used to, like, you'd have to ride, you'd have to put it in your pack. I think if you got a cat early enough, it could be okay as a backpacking companion and you could eat mice all night. Yeah. Jim B makes a good comment. Comment. Why are backpackers so reluctant to use a poncho? Is it because they're perceived as uncool? Great question. Tiny weight penalty, essentially no cost. Enter camp completely dry after a rainy day. So great question. I, I'll counter that though. People they are backpackers aren't anti poncho. Well, I I I really think first of all that that big poncho that somebody makes that goes over, over the pack, pack. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, I'll say from a coverage perspective over just like your torso and torso alone, I feel like a rain jacket would do like a high end rain jacket would do a better job. No, I'm telling you all, but this also helps get down to your ankles. The rain skirt is awesome. Are you thinking about, would you ever get one? The rain skirt is awesome. No, I'm not going to. It get weighs less than an ounce. It it is f- awesome. I'm a big fan of that. Um. Yeah, I I've got nothing against ponchos. I don't. But yeah, you don't you don't think people don't you don't see them. No, backpackers don't use them. It's, it is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, Possum Outdoors Wolves saved Yellowstone. So and then Travis agreed with that. So true story. I meant to tell you this. You have got to watch the show Yellowstone. I know. I know. Have you I, not seen it? No, everybody talks about it. And you would love it. I know. What's it on? It's on Paramount Network. What? What? So it might be on Hulu. So if you guys, this is just comment me thing. The show Yellowstone, I've only seen the first season. It is really good. Kevin Costner, it's really good. It's like, you know, outdoorsy, ranchy great show you would love it yeah uh gone feral with squidly florida man wants to reintroduce the skunk ape (laughs) (laughs) uh mute man i was born in alaska and live in michigan wolves are not a huge deal need predators along with prey ecosystem is better with agree man yeah yeah i agree and that's that's what the proponents of this bill i mean that's that's what they say i mean a great fantastic example is the current white-tailed deer population in several Midwest states, including Ohio. 
because we killed all the bears about 150 years ago. White-tailed deer are like almost a nuisance in Ohio. Yeah, but I, I've seen the uh, okay. So I watch a I watch an outdoors channel that takes place in Minnesota. It's a, it's it, there's a lot of hunting and fishing on it, and um, every year he he you know sits in a deer stand for, and uh, last few years it's it's all just been wolves chasing deer out of it. That's the natural way. Yeah, these hunters. I mean, we hunt. Gotta step your game up. I guess you know, wolves are gonna have an advantage. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, when you remove apex predators, the things they eat, if they don't have any natural predators, they they get out of whack. And uh, it goes with the current theme in my head of how humans have molested the natural landscape. Yeah. I mean, I'm not crazy about walking out the door and having a bunch of wolves in my backyard. But I mean, they deserve to live there as much as we do. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I mean, don't. you could shoot them, right? I don't know if you could. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't Depends know. on the laws. Yeah. Um, Mark Landau, Wisconsin is reintroducing a wolf hunting season in 2020. Really? So at least, at least uh, that's cool. Um, at least uh, if they reintroduce wolves, hunters will get a wolf hunting season. That'd be, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a cool animal to hunt. Yeah, you could, I think you could sell would the you, pelts. Would you, you wouldn't eat them, right? I don't know. I think you yeah, just like. I don't know if you want to eat Stuff them. it. I don't know. It'd be pretty cool to have a, like a big stuffed wolf right behind Some us. Wolf slippers. Yeah, yeah, be kind of cool. Uh, Smokey V's natural Jason Wish inspired all the new FKTs <laughs> attempts. Jason yeah. Wish has been doing some FKTs this year. <laughs> and Jason sure. Wish probably did half of those in April. <laughs> I like all the Jason Wish comments. <laughs> I like this. Gone feral with Squidly in April. I did an FKT across <laughs> my diner. <laughs> did you? Did you get it? Did you? Get, or no? That's pretty funny. Um. That's really funny. There's a lot of people here. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to keep up with these comments. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Um, in April, I, oh, right. Um, I just got Jeff Garmeyer's book from him autographed. He has quite a few FKTs. Well, I, wa- I walk, is that Walk Tall? How is that book? You, that can order, you can order them from his website. I want to know if it's a good book. them an email if you want it autographed. Yeah, that's cool. He seems like a cool guy. Favorite uh, meal and vodka is the acai berry energy. Is that the is that a caffeinated one? Yeah, and a few shots. I bring a small smart water bottle, one liter for the last one. Nice. Oh my god! Hey, you sound like a fun person to backpack yeah, with. You sound like a fit. <laughs> you'd, fit, you'd fit in with us. <laughs> That's really funny. Essay the first. Jason Wish needs to do the Barkley. Uh, Jason Wish is not a runner. He's a hiker. Well, I guess Barkley or hiking. Yeah, He's not really running. Uh, Matt Kane, two-stroke coffee. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Roy Martinez, what camera do you use to film on the trail? Great question. So um, we have two cameras, but the main one for the last trip is a Canon EOS R6, and we have a Canon M50. So yeah. two Canon uh, mirrorless cameras. Yeah. Matt Kane, Jeff Jet Boil coffee. I've never. Uh, we've had no. We've never. We've used Jet Boil. Yeah. Uh, our sister said, "I bought the I bought you a mocha pot after Paris. We used it every day until, until they got the Jura. Yeah, I I have the mocha pot and I use it every day. I'm Alan. I consider getting a Jura. Yeah, those are nice because all us work from home. Yeah, Mark Cummings Death, Death Wish Coffee. I've heard really good things. about Went that. to the International Space Lab. Yeah, did it? I've heard really good things about yeah. Death Wish Death is, Wish Coffee. Isn't it the whole thing is just it's got so much so caffeine? So much caffeine. 
Brendan, uh, Brandon O'Hara, I go Maxwell House Instant or Starbucks Vita. We, uh, we quite the difference there. We did many years on the on the Starbucks Vita. Yeah, I'm it's not, a good, it's good coffee. Yeah, Dennis Chapman, nice nice choice on the Willet. Matt Kane, ice this fishing. Is good. Oh my god, this sounds so awesome. By the way, Matt Kane says ice fishing hut. Hot tent. That's what I've, they do. I've watched those videos. Yeah, that's what they do. Oh, that's awesome. It's like not even a, it's like a cabin. Well, you can just get like one of those you ice get fishing the inflatable tents. ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael K. Cahill, I believe, I totally believe in LNT, but coffee grounds are good for the soil. Why are you packing so, them out? So, Michael, you are 100% correct. Coffee grounds are compostable and would be good for the soil, but the leave no trace people yeah. ain't going to have any of that. Yep. But I agree with what you're saying. It is correct. Jim O'Donnell, how much does a seven hundred hot tent weigh? Seven hundred dollar hot tent weigh. Um uh, tent was five pounds. No, the tent was three and a half pounds. So six, seven, something like that, maybe. Like total? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, probably six to eight pounds total. But you got four people. So it's really not a terrible weight thing. You also you gotta take some wood processing stuff too with the hot tent. Yeah, Kevin Wedge. Speaking of coffee, how about Shug's loadout? Can't tell if it's a coffee maker or some crazy drug lab. Oh, I know it's, what that is. It's a Turkish it's coffee the Turkish thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jake J- JK is hiking. Got one. Yeah, um, those are cool. It's a, a Turkish coffee thing. I've never I've never had it, but I think it, it looks really good. It's doesn't look light though. This is interesting. Dennis Chapman says Michter's US one with coconut water ice cubes, called a stay staycationer. Staycationer only good with US one. Ooh, coconut water ice cubes for mm. some sort of cocktail though is a really good idea. Essay the first best cheap equals. <laughs> okay, no, he's right. Best cheap equals Evan Williams bottled and bond. I have a bottle of that. I've not had anything from Evan Williams. It's seventeen bucks. Oh, D, D balls in chat. Yeah. No, no, grand. <laughs> Dan, what's up, man? Yeah. Dan, how good was that pizza? So, so, uh. Check out our first off. Check out I don't know what that was. Uh, check out our last our live stream we did with Dan and Bryce, most viewed live stream we've ever done, by the way. And Dan, what is that? I don't is know. Somebody what messaging that is. us? No, I can't see my. Oh, it's reconnection issues. Oh, we're having some. Oh, we're good. Sorry, folks. My internet's being a little squirrely. Um, Dan is from a self-proclaimed like pizza snobbery area of the country. Yeah. So I was, ooh, there goes the cap. I was really, really scared because I was like, oh, God, he's going to know good pizza. And they, he, he said the granddad's was good. So I think it's good pizza. Yeah. Thanks for coming, Dan. Yeah, that was awesome. Dan, you better be watching this from your hot tub. Dan is also... Dan and my wife, we're really trying to work my wife into getting a hot tub. And Dan has been a really, really good resource and proponent of that. So I appreciate that. Um, Travis, and this is a good call, Travis. Travis says, ancient age, ancient age made by Buffalo Trace, 15 bucks. Surprisingly good. I've never even heard of that. Have you? Yeah, I see it all the time. Ancient age? And then they have ancient, ancient age, which is like a, like a, like an eight or 10 year one. Oh, wow. I've never heard of these. Um, Andrew Sherman says, Kevin, did you like the tent that you borrowed from Becker? Yeah, it was uh first off. Thank you, Dan, for letting me use that. Yeah, it was a really nice, I mean, it's a $600 tent. Um, I was, I was, I thought it would be really fragile and I, I, I kind of beat it up a little bit and it did really well. So it was, if you're looking for a freestanding, it might be the lightest double wall freestanding tent you can buy. Um, so it was, it was very good. And thanks to Dan for letting me borrow that. Yeah. Uh, 
Brenton Jones, my wife. Oh, I'm sorry. Top shelf. Woodford is boring. How am I still watching this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I like Woodford, man. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying. You're like, it's boring. It's boring. Um, I don't know what that means. Yeah. If a drink is boring. I don't Hey, we'll buy a bottle. You can. You want to do like a? I've uh, had Woodford. I've had it too. You could do a taste off of all the cheap, the cheaper, cheaper stuff. Well, it's not that cheap actually. Brenton, my wife got me a bourbon advent calendar. Uh, uh, Hopefully, Uh, my wife is still in the chat, and we still have a week till Christmas, so we'll just drink all the days in like one day. Yeah, wafering west. Oh, Weisenberg's in. Yeah. Uh, Uh. Wavering has bourbon. Psh, I, I was trying to pronounce that. Psh, I'm imbi- imbibing. Imbibing cranberry juice, lemon juice, and apple cider vinegar cocktail. But when you say cocktail, is there liquor in that, or is it just like those three things? Sounds like a cleansing drink. Yeah. Shout out to my buddy Weeze is in the chat. High school buddy used to hang out in the RV in high school. The RV. Thanks for coming, buddy. Yeah. Hey, true story. Uh, he's he's a backpacker. Yeah, he's done dolly sods. Yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. when uh, him and Sam him did and a Sam did dolly sods stoveless? <laughs> we got to bring him back in. Yeah, he's good. All right, <laughs> Josh. Josh is searing his tomahawk. Oh wait, here we go. Oh, uh, I'm lost. Wait, Dennis Chapman, Devil's cheap, good cheap Devil's cut. I've had Devil's cut. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's good. Uh, I pee in a sleeping Just bag. Just pee in your sleeping bag. Army tricks. <laughs> Uh, uh josh just finished searing the steak we got some steak updates from josh, josh has the tomahawk steak gone did uh-huh. you do a reverse sear did you smoke it and then sear it i would like to know con farrell was squidly ip on soldiers navy nice tricks. i like all the p comments yeah <laughs> love it uh it's delicious uh okay so it's delicious with patron coffee and peanut butter Hmm. Sounds kind of good. Uh, Mandy, I do. I use it for my kids' yoga class. Going back to the mini tent. Oh, okay. That's that's cool. Oh, man. Okay. Tech Redneck did the Allegheny 30 years ago. Canoe from Tionesta, Pennsylvania to Pittsburgh with the Boy Scouts. That sounds pretty Great cool. Times. Yeah. Pennsylvania is a really phenomenal outdoorsy state. Yeah. Honestly. Um, we're trying to get through these. Yeah, Dan Becker could have used a poncho. Did, uh, from a rain pers, well, if you if you're Dennis, if you're assuming that the poncho would cover the pack, then yeah, that that could have helped us all. Uh, also, shout out Dan released a really good video. Yeah, um, talking about this kind of stuff that if if you should watch if you want to, you know, if you want to get into that, he his video just released was really good. Um, I th- I th- I mean like. I'm almost to the point in saying that I don't care what kind of rain gear you have when you're in that type of rain all day long, it's going to get through. I cannot believe I was on the fence about bringing rain pants. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I need my rain pants. I mean, my rain skirt and I brought my rain pants and it was the best decision ever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think about, about, so Andy's comment was regardless of what material you have, if you're hiking in the rain for five, six, seven, eight hours, it's going to wet through. I got to think a fully Dyneema thing is going to be okay. Not that you shouldn't have your stuff in dry bags. Well, I'm even, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, not necessarily wet through, but like there's going to be some seams. There's going to be, it's going to make its way through some, some, yeah. I mean, if you're out there all day, yeah. 
You just gotta you gotta pack line it or dry bag it. Yeah. Um okay. Some rain skirt talk here. Um you can Oh good. Lisa's got all three seasons of Yellowstone downloaded. Perfect. Oh nice. Great show. Yeah. Um what what do we have any more current events? Oh, have? I got current events. All right, let's do one. Okay. Take a break from the chat. Okay. I know. We did, we can't go all night here too. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is a, a this is a big one. Did you see this one? Do you know what I'm talking about here? I always hit the wrong one. So, today Literally, today. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah. President-elect Biden tagged who he would like to be on his cabinet as the Secretary of the Interior. Now, the reason this is historical is because, as you can see from the headline, this is actually the first time a Native American has ever been picked to be on the cabinet. So, and and I bring this up because the Secretary of Interior, if you didn't know this, is in charge of all the federal lands. Yeah. They're in charge of all the outdoorsy shit. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, the National Park Service, like all that stuff. So I, I had this up because this this literally happened today. It might have happened yesterday, actually. Um, a, it's a current event because the, he tagged who he wanted to be as for the Secretary of Interior, but it's also a current event because um, he tagged the first Native American. So if you're not familiar with this woman, uh, she is a congresswoman from the... Uh, the district where Albuquerque, New Mexico is. Um, and she is of, uh, it's uh, a Pueblo tribe origin, I believe is her native American ancestry. So honestly, I, I saw this and I was like, I wanted to immediately read more about this woman's political positions. She's obviously a Democrat. Cause I'm like, that's cool, but I want to know what she's going to do to, right. I want to know what she's going to do. And there's not a lot of information on her current policies. Cause she's a very, you know, she's a fresh. Yeah. So uh, I don't know like what her stances are. I just know she's a Democrat. I don't even know what the official like Democrat stance on landy outdoorsy stuff is. I don't, I don't know enough about it. Yeah. I don't know either. Um, but I thought this was kind of cool. Yes. It's um, groundbreaking. It's good. You know, we stole all their, all their land. About time they had to say. <laughs> this also segues me. Into another point I had. So I've been reading. Did I tell you what I'm reading? I told you what I'm reading. Yeah. the Life of a Free Trapper. Yeah. By Osborne Russell. So going on a little tangent here. And it relates back to this. I'm going to get this off the screen. So I'm reading. Uh, okay. So the last like month or two, uh, I've been like somewhat obsessed. So, okay. So we, we, we backpack a lot. Yes. Okay. We're in the woods a lot. And I, right. I get very excited. It's very cool when we see like. We see nature. Like, for instance, last week, uh, two weeks ago, when we woke up in the Smokies, there's this like, beautiful big buck like walking through our campsite, and it was like awesome. And it was very cool to see that. Uh, so I've been kind of obsessed with like, what was the natural landscape like before humans molested it? Yeah. Uh, like, literally, our forests, our lands, you know, and I'm talking like, early 19th century, like 1820s, 1830s, like they were teeming with wildlife, like elk, bison, bears, squirrels, birds, fish. I mean, just teeming with wildlife. That's not the case now because of, you know, humans. So I've, I've been really curious. I really wanted to read some like primary resources about like, what was it really like? 
It's part of why I watched the movie The Revenant. <laughs> anyway, long story short, there's a, a book, a, a collection of letters called Life of a Free Trapper. It's by a guy named Osborne Russell. He lived in the Rocky Mountains um, for about seven to ten years, and he was a trapper working for like some of the big trapping companies. And he was he he had a very very good collection of journal entries and letters that really talked about what life was like being a frontiersman in that time. The reason I bring this up with relation to um, this Secretary of the Interior pick was one of the things that stood out to me was, you know, I, I, I entered into this to read about the wildlife and like it was cool and they were eating buffalo and smoking meat. But one of the biggest things was their interactions with the natives uh, in that area. And, you know, you got to think you're sending, you know, 50 dudes, 50 white dudes out into the Rocky mountains in 1820s. And they're constantly interacting with uh, native American tribes. And the interesting thing to me was the diversity of interactions. You know, they met tribes that wanted to kill them on site and they met tribes that literally moved their tribes to their trapping posts so they could like live in harmony. And I, I, th I didn't, I thought the Native American aspect of Frontier's life was very interesting, very, you know, political, very, you know, it wasn't, there are thousands of Native American tribes in this country, and they're all so different um, in, in how they interacted with settlers, and I, I thought that was cool, so, I don't know, I thought that was cool. Okay. It's a great resource if you want to read about that. Uh, Sounds like a good book. It's called it's it's life of a tr life of a free trapper. Maybe Osborne Russell. You can add it to uh, Kevin's winter reading list. Yeah. Also, a little fun fact about Osborne Russell, a very prominent figure in the creation of the state of Oregon. And a crazy thing to think about: there was a time period in this country's history where Oregon was not a state. We were living there and we were just getting killed by Indians and the government of the U.S. wasn't doing anything about it. <laughs> so like imagine you have an area where there's a bunch of Americans. They're fighting a war. They're all Americans. It's just they're not fighting in America and the American government ain't doing shit. Well, well that I can I can imagine that. Actually. But Osborne Russell's like, hey, guys, we're getting killed out here. <laughs> Like literally, yeah. Like we're all coming from America to settle this for the United States. We're getting killed by these people. Help us out. Well, may, what, what was Americans? What was America's foreign policy then? I don't know. Like, uh, it wasn't you guys like went out there. It wasn't like America was anti-killing Indians. I know. I know. I know. I know. Anyway, great resource. Easy read. It's like four ninety nine on Amazon paperback. It's really cool, and and there is a lot of cool tidbits about what the wildlife was like. I mean, teeming with wildlife. So, all right, all right, back to comments. Yeah, <laughs> and speed it up because we can't go all night here. Um. Okay. I I we're gonna have to go through some of this a uh, little bit quicker. So I apologize if we skipped over your comment, but a lot of uh a lot of um coffee talk. Actually, there was a comment in here. Uh, from D. Alley said, what do you think of Trader Joe's instant coffee? Which I thought was that very used interesting. That to be the, f yeah. I hate it. I love it. Andy hates it because it's pre-mixed with cream and yeah, sugar. Yeah, it's got cream and sugar and it's way too sweet. But I, I like it. I actually like to use it as creamer. That was one of the first instant coffees I ever took backpacking, actually. Yeah. If you if you're into if you need massive amounts of cream and sugar in your coffee, the Trader Joe's instant coffee. Way to go. go. Go with that. Um, 
<laughs> Brenton says, I didn't know Kenosha was known for pizza. Well, the whole Chicago, I mean, Kenosha, another thing, if you don't know this, Kenosha, I say Kenosha is effectively a northern suburb of Chicago. Um, and just Chicago in general is known for pizza. Uh, Mark Coa said, can we talk about Bryce just debuted? His wait, did he? Did, 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 wait, did Bryce's trip video come out right now? <laughs> did it? He would. That's pretty funny. We're waiting forever. Yeah. What we we're not going to do it, but we could do a uh, we could do a live. I thought, re- I thought he said in our chat. It was we tomorrow. could we could do a live react to it. Did he? Oh, no, he we got it. Trying not to die in the Smoky Mountains. Ultralight winter backpacking. Le- oh, it's a lessons learned video. Okay, oh. Bryce. Great title. Come on, you got to get a tent and a thumbnail or something, man. Um. Oh, our stream is having problems. No, it's it's fine. It's it's your end. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's a laptop. So after we end this, we're gonna end this. Oh, oh. This is you're listening to Bryce's video. I was like, what is it? Nice intro, Bryce. Look at listen to that music. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay, all right. I gotta all watch right. this later. All right, after after right. this uh, stream, Bryce, sure. and it's a power move dropping this during our stream, though. Yeah, nice, good, good. That's cool. Um, I can't wait to watch that. Watch it after this live breakdown at Show Brothers Outdoors. We I know. Live, I, we live. could we could actually watch this live. Put it on the screen. Would we get Would we get like no. tagged or anything no, like that? We'd be fine. We could do it though. We're not. Yeah. Um, it is, Go watch Bryce's how, video how long have we after been, this. How long have we been going for? Almost an hour and a half. Okay. I'm good. Good? Yeah. All right. Um, there's a lot of... Well, first of all, our the amount of viewers that we've gained on our live streams has gone exponentially. Yeah. Uh, so, honestly, thank you all for, for joining in with us. This is a lot of fun for us. I'm hoping yeah, it's fun for you all. And, and we finally get started getting to the point where there's more comments than time. Yeah, so, so I apologize. Yeah, we're we trying can't. to get through it all. Um, but at the end of the day, if we do this all night, Andy and I are going to be so hungover tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I got to work out. <laughs> um, all right. So seriously, though, um, thank you all for watching uh, yeah. and listening. Remember to go. Just give us a review. Just, just give us a review. Just go to iTunes. Just go to iTunes. Just give us a review. Just, just give it's us a review. Effort. You can be, it can be a bad review. Um like I said, this is most likely going to be the last live stream of 2020. Yep. Um, but we will be back in January. Do not worry. We'll be back. Um, we're going to have an upgraded setup. Please find some time out there. Enjoy the holiday season. Yes. Be safe. Be safe. Um, what else? Uh, I don't know. Tag us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> send us some pictures of your little of the of the mini tents with your cats inside it and uh, repost it no i mean do all that but yeah. find some time to have some happiness this season reflect on 20 2020 sucked yeah and if you're uh there's you been know, some good things that have happened we and had some good trips but looking forward to 2021 and we are super excited for 2021 any any final words no, no. Have a great holiday, everybody. And, uh, you know, be safe and support your local uh, or your support the cottage vendors. Support the cottage vendors. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> support the cottage vendors. Rate us on the iTunes store. <laughs> yeah. Like, subscribe. <laughs> and we'll see everybody on the next one. Yep. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us.